successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I am your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me today on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast or if you're joining us today online at GrillNationShow.com. We greatly appreciate it. Again, I'm your host, Jason Grill. You connect with me on social media, uh, on all platforms, search for Jason Grill, or on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. We are going to have an awesome show today with a lot of different topics, and I'm really excited. One, we're doing this via Zoom today, and our guest is uh, in his uh, natural habitat. We have Tori Schwope, who is joining us. Tori is the owner of DCA Outdoor. Their website is dcaoutdoor.com. DCA is a family of 12 brands that is focused on providing plants, trees, hardscapes, etc. to the landscaping community. Uh, He also owns Colonial Gardens in Blue Springs, uh, a retail garden center event space and agro-tourism destination. There's so many different things we have to talk about today. Again, dcaoutdoor.com. Tori, first off, welcome to the show. In this first segment, we want to learn a little bit about you. I saw you uh, you went to K-State, and uh, you're from the area, correct? That's right. Born and raised in Kansas City. So tell us about kind of how you got involved in this world uh, that you're in now, uh, and then we're going to break down all the businesses. But why, why this industry, and, and how did you get involved in this? You know, I think it goes back – well, I know it goes back to when I was a kid um, – my grandma and grandpa were truck farmers and my dad and uncle were tree farmers. So I just kind of grew up uh, culture and plants and, and really loving the outdoors from the very beginning. Yeah. So you were did, now you were on a farm a lot. I, I grew up in town. I actually grew up in Blue Springs, uh, but we had uh, we had the tree farm was out in the country and grandma and grandpa lived on a farm. So I spent uh, time in both places. So I got kind of the best of both worlds being a, a suburban kid that uh, got to spend a lot of time on the farm. I love that. Um, so, okay. When did you, when did you kind of think that this could be a business? Was that during your college days or was that when you were you growing up on the farm or was that post-college? You know, it's funny. My dad and uncle sold their tree farm when I was nine. And at that point it became my mission in life to, uh, to, to rebuild uh, the family business to get back into tree farming. So I started cutting grass at 11. I started doing landscaping at 16. And I planted my first tree crop about 18, I think it was 18 years old. Wow. I, I figured there had to be a, a, a landscaping or grass business somewhere along the journey at the beginning, right? I mean, with someone like you, it feels like that has to happen. Very cool. You, in 2005, you purchased two tree farms in Atherton, Missouri. Where is that? Well, Atherton's actually in Jackson County. If you know where Sugar Creek is, 
Yeah. It's uh, it's just a little farther east. Um, it's it's a place that no one knows exists, but it, there's about there's about 17 acres of farmland uh, along the Missouri River, uh, just just east of Sugar Creek, north of Independence. Uh, that that happens to be really high quality soil. Um, so at that point in my career, I was on a quest to find the 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 very best land that I could to produce uh, specialty crops in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so take us through the beginning. Um, what this is what 2005. You graduated in '97, essentially, or '99, excuse me. Um, you know, what was the first, or what was the the kind of the first part of DCA? Because I know that's kind of this this larger scale organization that has 12 companies underneath of it. Um, what was it? Was it was it a cat or what was it? Yeah. So, so actually when I was in college, I was, uh, as a busy guy, I was, play- I actually started at Pittsburgh state. I was playing football and okay. I would come home on spring breaks and grow trees. So I planted my first crop of trees as a freshman in college. So when I graduated from college, I already had trees to sell. Uh, I was already in the landscaping business. Uh, I, I like to describe the first three years of my career as being a hustle scrapper. So I used to buy trees from Christmas tree farms and go dig them and ship them other places and buy stuff from all over, uh, you know, trees from all parts of the country, bring them into Kansas city, sell them to other landscape contractors, sell them to developers, go plant them trees. I even planted trees door to door in new neighborhoods in Johnson County. Uh, so, um, yeah, we just really, really learning. I try to be a student, uh, kind of all through my life and I wanted to learn every segment of the industry and do everything that I could to make money. Uh, it was 2005 that I actually purchased my first farm as like a 27 year old. I bought two farms that year, 40 acres. And then the second one was a hundred acres because we really wanted to scale up the amount of trees that we produce. So we went from growing about planting about 7,000 trees a year to in 2005, I think I planted 70,000 into production. So we really scaled and ramped up the business at the tree farm. And then of course, uh, we, we all know the housing market collapsed in 07 and then the, the kind of the world came to the end in 08 and we went through this terrible recession. And all during that period, I kept planting and planting and planting. And uh, I wound up a little bit like Bubba Gump after the hurricane. Uh, the only the only guy with the shrimp boat, I was kind of the only guy in the country that had a huge inventory of trees. So yeah. that's how we were really able to fuel scaling the business through the roll up. We actually acquired uh, nine different companies uh, in the green industry in the last five years. And that, all that was fueled basically by making a very big bet and that bet was that the that the that the world would come back to life we would start building things again and that there would be demand for trees uh and there would be tremendous inflation in the price of trees and that's that's what happened uh to me so so this is not in the area here you guys are operating in many different states correct today yeah so uh actually the 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 majority of our plant production is done in Oregon, uh, but we have distribution in Indiana, Missouri, Kansas, production in all those states, production in Kentucky and Illinois. And then, like I say, about about a 
We have about 10 million plants in production on a thousand acres in Oregon. Wow. Tori Schwope is our guest today on the Grill Nation show. Uh, we're going to have a great show. We're going to break down some of the things that you're doing on top of, you know, growing trees and selling trees and the distribution and, and some of the actual kind of workshops you do, classes. Uh, we're going to break down kind of some of the different businesses, some of the ways that uh, people can actually you know, learn from you, you know, get some of the best tips you have uh, for landscaping, for trees. Uh, there's going to be so many topics in the show today. Uh, I just wanted to kind of set the foundation with Tori here in this first segment. Uh, again, DCA Outdoor. DCA Outdoor is a family of brands that connects production, landscape distribution, retail, agritourism, and transportation industries through vertical integration. They are overseen by Tori Schwelp and in addition to a team of leaders who oversee each brand. They operate in six states uh, and have over 500 employees based here in the region. Again, DCAoutdoor.com. We're going to come right back after the break with more Grill Nation show and Tori Schwelp. Thanks for joining us today on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. We'll be right back. show here on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. Uh, we are having a great show today with Tori Schwelp, who is the owner of DCA Outdoor. The website is dcaoutdoor.com. Also, he, uh, he owns uh, Colonial Gardens in Blue Springs, colonialgardenskc.com, all kinds of stuff going on there. Uh, let's start kind of where we picked up, Tori. You guys do so many different things uh, with DC Outdoor. Just again, for, for our listeners' sake, kind of tell us again about the brands that are kind of under that roof of DC Outdoor. Yeah. So there's the, the brands are broken basically into three segments. The first is is production. We grow on about 4,000 acres, uh, like you said, in, in six states, and we're producing nursery stock, basically uh, soup to nuts from perennial plants, grasses, trees, we grow in the fields and we do uh, a lot of container production, a little over 10 million um, uh, plants in, in production. I, actually, I think it's more like 13 million plants in production in our system. Then the second part of our business um, is the distribution business. Uh, so in Kansas City, we have the Cat Hosa Outdoor brand and in Indianapolis, it's a, it's a Brehob brand. But uh, the idea behind landscape distribution is uh, you're bringing products in from all these different farms across the country, all the different landscape supplies uh, so that the landscape contractors can get everything they need for a job out of one center. So there's three centers in Kansas City and two in Indy. And together we supply about about 10,000 different customers with the landscape products they need uh, to, to do professional landscape jobs. Now, now is that, uh, is, is Jason Grill, when I go, I know you're on Prairie View Road, uh, as a former Northlander, I grew up in the Northland, still up there all the time. And can I walk into that place and buy stuff or is it just for dis uh, distributors? 
Yeah, it's just for professional contractors. So uh, this is why we, um, when we made the acquisition of Colonial Nursery uh, five years ago, we wanted to have a retail outlet. Uh, and we really wanted to do it differently with a lot of uh, display and a lot of education, and a lot of interaction. Um, so so Blue, the Blue Springs location is, is our, currently our only retail uh, spot, but it's it's a beta, right? If once we once we figure some things out, we'd like to potentially open some more retail sites. Um, so we'll get, we'll get into all the things that happened there. So you, you talked about kind of the production, uh, the nursery production as part of DC Outdoor, the landscape distribution. You just talked a little bit about retail. You also have a network. What does that consist of? Well, so so there's uh, services that support or uh, service businesses that support those two main. Uh, industries that we're in so transportation sales and marketing uh there's there's another supply business so it's you know there's a lot of different brands mainly because when we made acquisitions uh as i mentioned before we bought nine companies in the last five years and a lot of those companies we wanted to leave their identity uh like for example the the farm we bought in illinois uh the nursery was started in 1925 so you want to leave that brand identity of that company there there's a lot of pride in history with that with that with that company so uh that's a big decision as a ceo is i mean deciding if you're going to continue on with that name and legacy it's obviously important and probably a really good decision what what kind of went into your decision making here on expansion i mean because it seems to me that you you, you just said five, nine new businesses in five years. I mean, that's pretty. That's a pretty incredible rocket ship as far as a merger acquisition of companies. Yeah. So, so the idea is, um, you know, you need you need scale to really uh, put people in a position to be successful with being specialized in specific things. So, whether you're talking about technology or marketing or or even uh, human resources. We needed the scale uh, of of the business uh, to devote the dollars to the experts to really solve industry legacy industry problems. You know, this has been a, a kind of a mom pie industry uh, for many years, and um, we we wanted to gain scale uh, so that we could uh, create alignment and really invest in solving uh, legacy problems within the industry. What what's one of the best lessons you learned when you were uh in the acquisition process? Uh, so the, probably the best lesson I've, I've learned is, is try not to move too fast. Uh, you know, that, that, um, you know, this is, uh, people, um, pe- people need an opportunity to, uh, absorb, uh, change and gain confidence in, uh, new leadership and ownership. And that's something I, I like to move fast. So I'm constantly, looking myself in the mirror and going, Hey, Hey pal, slow, slow down, slow down. Uh, not everybody likes to go fast. <laughs> That's good. But that, you know, you, you got to drive the ship, you know, and, uh, continue to create revenue and growth. Uh, Tori Schwope is our guest today. He's the, he's the owner of DCAoutdoor.com is their website. Uh, DCA outdoors, the company, they, we just went through all the different, uh, groupings of the business. One was uh, retail, and that's Colonial Gardens, which is an independent garden center with a focus on food, entertainment, events, education, and agritourism. Uh, the website, again, is colonialgardenskc.com. 
you guys are doing a lot of different things there. Tell us about that. I, I've, I've seen everything from a farm experience to a cafe to yoga. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun stuff. For me, I like to describe Colonial as the, uh, the living, breathing example of our why as an organization, right? Um, you know, it's, it was, it's, it's built to inspire uh, and to tell a story through experience. Um, so, um, you know, it, it, it kind of came to me uh, years ago when I was actually growing garden uh, out of my farm and um, learned learned about how um, how the how the soil and the crop and and my personal health were all tied together. I'm like, man, I need to share this story with with people. This experience that that really, to be honest, changed my life of of getting back to to growing some garden and uh, eating well. And so this was kind of the intent of the design of the facility. You know, rather than just be a place that you can go in and and buy stuff. Um, we really wanted to try to create experience around every corner for people, whether that was within lawn care or uh, particularly uh, food crops was, was one thing that was a focus for us so that people could use all their senses, whether it was taste or sight, uh, experience food at every single level, whether that's uh, learning how to grow a garden or fruit or tasting uh, products from our market or our cafe. Uh, the, the idea was, was essentially just, uh, just, just to inspire, man. Mm -hmm. And you guys you know, know all kinds of different plants you can get there. You mentioned some of the classes and workshops you all do, but additionally, you guys do stuff with uh, middle school students, correct? And you're kind, of, you're kind of the future because I think, you know, in, in this technology day and age, the stuff that you guys do and getting your hands dirty and, and kind of working with nature and, it just, it's such a lost art and, um, you do a plant a tree event, don't you? With uh, middle school. Yeah. With middle schools, with elementary schools, we have uh, a number of relationships with, uh, FFAs and we launched a program called the learning garden where we worked with, uh, uh, a few different school districts on curriculum and kids each having their own little small garden to, uh, experiment with, but yeah, no human beings are designed uh, inherently to, to interface with nature and to, uh, and to grow things. And, um, you know, we're trying to do our part to, uh, uh, in, inspire the community to get a little more engaged in, in those activities. The website is colonialgardenskc.com. Again, this is kind of the retail area of DCA outdoor. Uh, it's in blue Springs. The website is great. You know, you talked about the farm experience. Uh, you have market produce there. You have a, uh, apple orchards for picking which uh and uh i know a lot of uh i, I get on instagram i see i can't imagine i can't even tell you how many uh families i see uh at pumpkin patches right now <laughs> picking apples they need to come see you that's open we mentioned some of the classes uh you know and workshops those are all led by experts you know it, it there's a lot of community outreach uh you also have a healthy for holidays campaign coming up in november that's something to look forward to correct what is that yeah, so uh, again there's so much noise around nutrition and food and health and what's good and what's bad and and, and um, um for us we have a, a lot of people that have come to colonial relocated across the country to to um to be a part of our team there to help uh, people um, 
really understand how easy it is to grow and how nutritious uh, locally grown food is, and it's particularly uh, food grown in very healthy bioactive soil. You know, there's a very direct link between uh, soil health and food health in uh, specific uh, kinds of, of crops and food. So we're, we'll be doing all kinds of different things, highlighting uh, very specifically hand-chosen uh, food items uh, for our market in uh, cafe during that period. Awesome. You guys also have fun events there, uh, some music uh, in, the, in the coffee shops there too. So, I mean, frankly, you can do about anything and experience agriculture in a whole new way at colonialgardenskc.com is the website. Tori Schwope is our guest. You know, fascinating stuff about entrepreneurship and growing this business, dcaoutdoor.com. Um, when we get back from the break, I want to talk about kind of uh, – you know, some of the different other different uh, avenues you work in, uh, the, the quality of plants, plant, uh, plant right. We kind of got into that. Um, you know, some of the other stuff, how weather affects the, the weather in our area affects the trees. Um, and then also kind of talk about how COVID and how everything that's happening might have changed your business mindset and ways that you adjusted around it. Uh, I think that's interesting for people to hear as well. You're listening to The Grill Nation Show here on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. We will be right back after the break. Thanks for joining us today on 980 AM. to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. We appreciate you listening each and every week. I'm your host, Jason Grill. I, uh, I'm excited about today's show. One, because I, I'm just trying to, I, you know, I, I, I bought a house a few years ago and I live in an area that, uh, man, I'll tell you what, Brookside Loose Park area, these people's yards every year and every season as it changes, just the front porches alone with the different flowers and plants and whatnot. I mean, it's really exciting and it's interesting and I've kind of gotten into the, you know, the world of trees and, and plants and trying to keep my grass green and all those things as you name it. And we have an expert today, Tori Schwope, who is joining us, who is the uh, owner of DCA Outdoor. The website is dcaoutdoor.com. Also, we just talked about Colonial Gardens, just an awesome, awesome place. I can't wait to check this place out at colonialgardenskc.com. The website has all kinds of information on all the classes, resources, and, uh, you know, just different plants and, and really a lot of different fun stuff. Uh, learning is going on at Colonial Gardens. Uh, excited to check that out. I'm just watching the website right now. Tori's back with us. I really appreciate him joining us today. Talk to us again a little bit. Explain your passion for, for ecology, soil, trees, plants. Uh, I know it kind of was, was brought up in your mind as a child, but, I mean, you still have the same passion you had back then today, Tori? Yeah, and I think even more so. I don't, I don't know how any human on this planet can't, can't get uh, really excited about the opportunity ahead of us to, to regenerate and heal our earth right i mean we've learned so much over the last 20 or 30 years about uh you know what what uh 
what causes problems and, and what heals the planet and what's causing problems with us as human beings and, and uh, you know, what heals us. And I think all those things are tied together. Uh, for me, I, uh, I see a pretty clear path uh, to uh, solving a lot of the issues and the problems we have uh, with the climate and the planet and, uh, and human health. And they're, and they're all tied together. And that's kind of the idea behind um, the, the facility and the programming at Colonial is to, to tell that story every step of the way. Um, that it's that it's not difficult. That it's that it's easy and it's fun um, to, to make uh, to make a, a, a massive impact on um, on yourself first and foremost in your yard, uh, and and ultimately uh, that's how we get to where we want to go uh, as as a, as a people on the planet. Just a just a good explanation of why you do it. Um, there's more than just the bottom line in the business for you, which. I really appreciate hearing, and we have a lot of entrepreneurs and CEOs and founders on the show. And, you know, I, I find that the ones that have like that purpose on top of all the things they're doing for their, for their employees and for their bottom line are the ones that are the most successful in the long run. And you're all about collaboration and innovation too. I mean, as you know, as I go through your website today, I mean, collaboration is, is, and uh, innovation and, is, is part of the keys for your growth. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, um, I, I think for me, I've, I've always been the type of guy that, that will just, will just wear people out with questions. And, um, the answer I hate the worst is because we've always done it this way. Right. Um, right. there's so many solutions, uh, out there, uh, so much innovation, um, that, that so many things are very simple and, and as as people we get so wrapped up well this is the way we've always done it so um to me i think i think this is kind of uh no matter what industry in no matter where you're at if if you're open and honest about sharing what's going on uh, collaborate with folks um you know the, this the simplest things become innovations that that add value, right? Uh, whether that's through efficiency or quality, um, you know, these are, these are, these are very basic principles, I think that, uh, are just beautiful. How does the, uh, the climate here in the Midwest, I know you're in five or six different States, but what, you know, as far as people listening to this show, everyone's pretty much in the Missouri and Kansas region for the most part. Um, maybe some folks up in Chicago, DC or New York, listen, but well, let's focus on our area here. You know what? The, we have four seasons here. How has that affected the company? Is that good? Is that bad with our weather and climate here? Because I know if you started this company in, uh, let's say, in California, you know, stuff would be different than it is being in the Midwest. Talk to us about the climate and the weather and the seasons. Yeah. So um, obviously, the more challenging the climate, the the more. Um, the, the, the more dynamic the business has to be, right? Um, because it becomes less and less predictable. So all the unpredictability in the prairie climate um, is, is very hard on plants, right? So um, it's, it's not just about how hot it gets or how cold it gets. It's all of the ups and downs. And a lot of things even you don't think about, like uh, sun in the wintertime is very, very, uh, damaging to hardy plants. Um, you know, so if, if you're, uh, 
whether you're talking about the bark or the buds or the root system of a plant, uh, the, the sun in the wintertime will heat up that plant tissue, uh, you know, even as, as hot as maybe what it would be in the summertime. And then at night when the sun goes down, it'll get cold again uh, super fast. So Kansas City is a very challenging place to grow and maintain healthy plants, uh, spe specifically hardy plants, for, for those ups and downs and unpredictability of the weather. Uh, I like to describe the winter uh, that that winter scenario I just described as as uh, thawing out chicken that was frozen and then refreezing it uh, 20, 30, 40, 50 times and and then trying to eat it is not good, right? All the all the uh, plant or the the tissues within the the chicken are damaged, and that's the same thing that happens to plants quite often. So mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. I mean, just this week we had I went on a run early in the morning yesterday. It was like 40. Two and then today or tomorrow it's going to be 90 degrees. So it's like, and we're in October. So it, it just it's 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 crazy. Um, hey, how did the uh, you know you're you're in an outdoor business, but obviously have a retail store, have all kinds of different facets of DCA Outdoor. When how is the, how is the COVID uh, you know pandemic I guess you would say affected your business um, or changed things for you? First off, and then second off. Have you learned anything or, you know, I know you're an opportunity person who's all about growing or were you surprised by anything that's actually going to help you in the future with how, how operations run? Yeah, so the, the first part of the, the question would be, uh, I think the biggest challenge for us was, was just trying to manage anxiety uh, within, within our staff, right? Um, you know, we're, we're in a business where uh, the spring is always pretty hectic. Um, you know, all the, all the machines, the weather, the, this, the that, uh, and then you throw in a, a pandemic on top of it. And it, it just didn't seem fair for our folks, um, to, to, to be their best every day. So we try really hard, um, to, um, calm everyone down to stay focused on facts, uh, rather than on the sensationalism that you, that you see often in the media. So, um, so anyway, this, the second part of that, I think, um, I think ultimately remains to be seen. But from what I hear, I think, um, I think there's going to be a movement of human beings from, from, from the urban parts of our cities back on out into the suburbs and, and even into the country with the work from home movement. I think there's going to be a lot more people that do die, decide to to live. Um, you know, on some acreage outside of town or, or, uh, folks that, um, you know, were, were really wrapped up in the urbanization movement that's been going on the last 20 years back out to the, to the suburbs. So for those of us in the green industry, uh, that are behind the greening of the, the suburban and urban area or home gardening, all these things, uh, we, we think it, it's going to impact our business in a, in a positive way. I think more than anything, I'm excited about it impacting our society in a positive way. Mm -hmm. So um, I, th I think there's definitely going to be some good uh, come out of. of um, yeah, and I, I think we've seen, I mean, more people are working on their yards, man. I mean, it would happen in the spring and the summer, of course, but I've, I've seen more people outside uh, planting trees or working on stuff when they had the, when they're at home at the beginning, uh, than I ever have. And I guess that was springtime, but 
Um, very interesting stuff. What do you guys do compost and recycle and you're involved with animals as well? Yeah. So for, I mean, this is, this is like the, the basics of agriculture and ecology is that, uh, there's a, there's a system for which things grow best, right? So you, you know, at uh, colonial, uh, we, we do have uh, a lot of livestock that uh, aren't just kind of show and tell, Hey, they're, they're in a little pen. We're trying to create a, a working permaculture farm where we have um, a number of animals that are, that work their way through uh, the pasture on, on grass and even through uh, the orchards and bramble patches uh, so that people can get a living, breathing example of what a, um, a uh, you know, traditional farming system would be uh, back before we went to the industrialization of agriculture. Um, and we try to make that uh, as interactive as possible and as fun as possible for the, the people that are out there to learn about, uh, about these methods of, of agriculture. Tori Schwope is our guest today on the Grill Nation show. We have one segment remaining after the break. We're going to talk about We're going to get some tips from uh, Tori on uh, all kinds of different things with, with planning, with, with forecasting, with trends, with uh, ways to maintain your plant uh, or tree in Kansas City. Maybe what some of the best ones that offer the most bang for your buck. All kinds of more information with Tori Schwope, who is the owner of DCA outdoor their website is dcaoutdoor.com as well as colonialgardenskc.com we write back after the break with more grill nation thanks for joining us Thanks for joining us again today on 980 AM or on iTunes via podcast or at our website, grillnationshow.com, where you can find all of our guests and all of our podcasted shows on the website. Uh, I'm really, really thankful to have on Tori Schwope, who is the CEO and owner of DCA Outdoor. Their website is dcaoutdoor.com. Just a fascinating brand, uh, a company with tons of different brands and ways for people, whether you're you know, kind of a more industrial folk, if you're in the business of landscaping to, you know, uh, retail to, to learning to just all kinds of different things that affect our world and, and landscaping and, you know, natural planting and whatnot. I mean, it's just a fascinating business uh, and very exciting to see the growth throughout the country. Tori, everyone is kind of planning things all the time and, and trying to figure out what they should do, what they shouldn't do. What, what is your best advice for somebody who's deciding, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plant a tree? I'm going to, I'm going to do something here. What, what would be your best tips uh, for planning season uh, right now in Kansas city? So, so the first one is, is do your research on what varieties and where you're placing uh, your trees. The most important thing about any landscape is going to be the trees. They're going to be there for a long time. Uh, and they're going to completely, as they grow, completely change the feel of the property, right? Whether you're talking about a typical residential lot, or 100 acres, tree placement is probably the most important thing about landscape design. And then secondarily, uh, the, the planting of, of not just the trees, but all the plants, uh, super important that we're, that we're uh, trying to um, get the soil right. Uh, and essentially by 
adding carbon or compost to the to the soil profile, planting at the right depth. And then um, to me, I strongly, strongly recommend inoculating the soil with uh, a, a, a microbiological inoculant. So there's a lot of different things, compost teas, but you want to get the soil alive with bacteria and fungus and protozoa and nematodes. There's so many uh, billions and billions of beneficial microbes living in healthy soil, and that's going to determine the health of all the plants uh, on your property. It's interesting because, you know, I've had a lot of um, boxwoods and, and whatnot, and you'll have nine of them that are perfect, and the tenth one won't grow, won't be green, or something will happen to it, and you're always like, well, that's crazy. Nine of the ten were perfect. You know, that's just kind of bad luck. But then uh, you got to you got to know how to plant plant the tenth one again, so it kind of works in uniform. What is your favorite tree? I know you you've been in you've been doing this for gosh for since 1999 when you got out of college essentially and, and worked on the farm and whatnot. I mean, you got to have a favorite tree or plant. I'm I'm, I'm thinking right, Tori. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, we we actually gave out my favorite tree as wedding gifts when we, when my wife and I got married. Uh, so my favorite tree is Don Redwood. Uh, it's actually comes from China, uh, and it, it was thought to be extinct up until about 60 or 70 years ago. Uh, and, a, and a botanist during the Korean War found uh, some uh, a stand in China and brought the seed back to the United States. But it's, uh, it's the Chinese or the, the Asian version of our coastal redwood. It grows great in Kansas City. It grows like a weed. looks like a redwood. Um, super strong. It's just... Uh, you know, I, I love the I love the West Coast, particularly the, the Northwest, and and uh, you know I've got every, every home that I live in, I kind of create my own personal uh, grove of redwood trees uh, that. Uh, it looks. I mean, I'm looking at it right now, and I love that you have that kind of that Oregon feel to it. The Dawn D A W N redwood, mm-hmm. uh, and these will work in Kansas City. You're saying? Oh yeah, yeah, they, they grow great in Kansas City. Yeah, they look great. Man, I, I wish I had enough space in my yard to plant one of these. These things get pretty big. Uh, I love it. Tori, in Kansas City, we um, everyone there's people that are just like, you know, I want to plant some flowers. I want to plant some trees. I want to plant, you know, you name it. But maybe I'm not the best at maintaining, um, maintaining that, or maybe I don't have enough money to spend to do a full deal. What is your best advice as far as, hey, what are some easy plants or trees that take little to maintain and maybe aren't super, super expensive for people? That's a trick question. Um, <laughs> I, I think growing garden is a, is a really simple, easy place to start. You know, you can start in a container. Uh, you, you can start in a very small piece of ground. Um, there are probably even uh, some, some brambles that, that are pretty good, like uh, ra- raspberries or blackberries uh, that, that you could start with. But I think for anyone, um, it, it's got to be fun, right? So, so you got to start. Uh, small and start easy, have some success. Um, but, but if it's work, uh, it bothers me when people call it yard work. Um, because it's just, it's supposed to be fun, right? It's, it's healthy. It's a, it's a, it's a wonderful thing for people to partake in. And, um, you know, I think the biggest advice I would give folks is, is, is to learn about it, right? Cause the, the more you learn and the more success that you have, the, the more it, it, it does become a hobby rather than a chore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad is into gardening. And I, as a kid, I'm always like, man, why is he like working in the yard so much? But when you put it like that, it makes complete sense. And when you have your own house and your own yard, you really take, you have a passion for it. And uh, you, you want it to look good. You want these trees and plants to grow. Um, you guys do in, installation and informational videos on your YouTube channel. Is that, is that right? And, and 
people can check those out. I think I think having a YouTube video really helps uh, as far as knowing how to plant a tree and doing it the right way. Yeah, so uh, we're very dedicated to getting as much content uh, out there for our customers as possible, both on the on the wholesale side of the business and the retail side of the business. Um, you know, it's it's not very difficult uh, to to plant correctly and and set yourself up for success, but more often than not, um, th there's mistakes made before you even get started. So we're trying really hard to put out, uh, you know, very simple videos that tell a little bit of the story behind the science of what's going on and, and put people in a position to be successful with uh, most anything that, that they're doing with plants. Love it. Uh, again, dcaoutdoor.com and colonialgardenskc.com are the websites. Tori Schroep is with us. We have a minute and 30 seconds left in the show. Tori, we've talked a lot about plants and trees. Let's talk a little bit about kind of business advice. What, what, would, what, what would you, what would you be best business advice or entrepreneurial advice for somebody who's who's in a growing company like yours uh, is as, as, as you've learned it throughout your life what are some of the best business lessons you've learned and maybe other people listening who are who are running a company or who are thinking about starting a business should know I think the main thing is to invest in yourself right uh, be focused on on learning about things whether that's reading or watching podcasts or or uh, uh, you know, going and, and, and talking to people, but be intentional about about being a student and thinking about yourself first. Um, that even connects to your health as, as a person. Uh, I know for me, uh, when I when I started to take a, a little bit, or not a little, much more seriously, what I was putting into my body uh, and and how much time I was spending uh, doing what I love, which typically is being outside. Uh, it translated into a, a lot more business success. So I think uh, for any individual, whether they're an entrepreneur or uh, just uh, want to be a professional uh, and have a good career, uh, think about yourself first, invest in yourself, and then and then uh, things will come much easier for you. Great advice. I'm gonna I'm gonna jot that down and try to remember to do that when I'm uh, when I'm digging into a pizza or I'm uh, focused on stuff that's not important sometimes. Tori Schwope has been our guest. Awesome show. Uh, DCAoutdoor.com. Also, Colonial Gardens. Check it out. It's in Blue Springs. ColonialGardensKC.com. If you're in the wholesale world, distribution world, retail world, want to learn more about trees and plants and, and get more involved on your own. I mean, there's so many things that you guys work in and do. I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Uh, very fascinating look. And it's a subject that I think we need to talk about more and more in our community and our society. So, Congrats on all your success, Tori, and uh, I definitely can't wait to check out your uh, Colonial Gardens sometime. Bring my old man down there. We'll, we'll do one of the classes, and we'll check it out down there at uh, Blue Springs. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, man. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you again next week on the Grill Nation Show. We appreciate it. Have a good one.